This episode of Run It Back is brought to you by absolutely nobody because it's just me and Mike. This week we had Jackie on. It was a great time. You know, it wasn't your run-of-the-mill podcast as we normally used to have. It was a lot of sports. Yes, we did talk a lot of sports, but we talked a lot about Wawa and the greatness of that amazing gas station and their food. So sit back and enjoy this podcast. It's only it, it was supposed to be 45 minutes, but it turned out to be an hour and a half. So if you got an hour and a half of time, enjoy. You got a car trip, enjoy. Here is Run It Back. So we're recording, I think. Um, yeah, it says recording. It says recording. All right, so we're just gonna take it from here. This is the newest, uh, crappiest version of. Call it. I thought we were allowed to curse. No, it's fine. No, yeah, you just like don't or something like that. Nothing actually. Yeah, like, like ass, damn shit. Uh, I got the vibe now. So, for all of you, you will not be hearing me through this. It's broken. I'll probably wind up getting a new one. I will take it apart to find the piece and see if I can fix it. Probably not the best solution. Probably buying a whole new one is better. You should definitely record yourself doing that. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. There's, There's an idea. And then, I'm not using this little number. You know, send me back 850, but gotta download something for that um so we're gonna use zoom we're gonna record it we're gonna put it up i'll use my editing skills maybe make the audio a little better i'll try my best no promises but jackie mike how we feeling tonight how we feeling i just put in a nine-hour shift at work a little tired but you know gotta do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. this is my debut isn't it yeah, and also my fifth Zoom call of the day. So this one, you, you're, it's a little more fun. It's not like well, this one's voluntary, so yeah. it's a little bit different. But I still get to see the cruddy setup that they have, and it just like haunts me in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I now realize I don't even have class on Wednesdays because I I had one. But the way my teacher set it up, it's supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, nine, nine to 9.50, like everybody else does those. But she does it, Mondays is mandatory for everybody all in one Zoom. And then she splits us up into groups, into four groups for 25 minutes each. And A and B go on Wednesday and C and D go on Friday. I wish I was on Wednesday, but I'm on Friday. So for oh, Friday, right. five minutes of class. Well, you remember first semester of freshman year, I didn't have classes on Wednesdays. That's that was beautiful. That's far back. That is way back. That's kind of crazy. That was two years ago, dude. That's crazy perspective right there. That was two years ago. Holy shit, man! I thought about it today. Like, oh, far. That's wild. I thought about just being a junior today. That's just like something I don't want to think about. Like, I'm a junior. Like, it's annoying. It really Stop is. That, suckers. <laughs> you should just like. Uh, I probably shouldn't say it. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. What? 
you should leave so and so, but like go to a not you, Mike. Go to go, <laughs> not you. No, not you. I raised an eyebrow for sure. <laughs> Not you. I meant a certain. That was great, Clay. That was amazing. A certain academic place, I suppose. I know there has been one of my professors mentioned that if you're a freshman, you should think about. Well, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. What do we have on the docket for tonight? We have on the docket. Week one just happened. Um, you know, Jackie, your team won very convincingly. 1-0, Green Bay Packers. I was very happy about it. Very, very happy. It was 1-0. Michael, let me get to it, okay? I was going to, like, you ruined my whole season. You Patriots fans just ruin everything. You're 1-0. T- I was get, you weren't getting the joke I was going for. You and I would both raise our hand and Clay wouldn't. Oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, Mike, you're... I was listening to Clay, who was trying to... So defensive. Start mediate the conversation. <laughs> All right. What I was going to say is, Jack, your team's 1-0. Clap hands, clap hands. Michael, I was going to give you clap hands, but... <laughs> and then the Eagles are 0-1, clap hands, clap yeah, hands. How did you guys lose to the Washington Football Club? Because for some reason... Unanswered points, that's how. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Tale of two halves. Carson Wentz was great in the first half. Carson Wentz was ass in the second half. The O-line was okay in the first half. The O-line was ass in the second half. The defense was fine, in my opinion. I mean, they gave, they didn't give up a touchdown drive over 50 yards, so every touchdown drive was always a field position for the Redskins. So, that's that. Chase Young's a monster. Um, I hope our line can fix their shit. Uh, Jason Peters. Yeah, because that could, that could be a big problem. Your Wi-Fi connection could be a problem. Yeah. I yeah. know. This is the problem. I'm well aware. So much. It's terrible. <laughs> Uh, so, where do the Eagles go from here? They can only go up. They can only go up. Can't get wor- well. It could get worse, but you can't. You're right. Not going well. I mean, Sanders is Sanders and Johnson are back this week, which is huge. Um, I mean, right tackle. You sh- you would think it shouldn't be that big of a situation because considering Carson can see that spot, but when you're Starting like people that have never started that have like a combined like less than five starts over there, that's a big deal. Um, so you know, it's week one, I'm not gonna harp on it as much as I wanted to overreact. You really can't. I mean, all the Patriots fans are all gung ho on Cam Newton right now when they face the Dolphins defense. So, why shouldn't okay, we? But Tom Brady, like acting like a child, was hilarious. <laughs> He was literally a child. It was so funny. I don't know if he was acting like a child. I, I, I watched the game. He's a child. He just seemed to. Like, I, I, I watched him. He was child. He was bitching like a lot. Yeah, he was. He like they made that yeah. meme like a Karen. He, he kind of was. Yeah. No. yeah. Not to mention an interception like in game one. That's. He's thrown three pick sixes in three straight games. Yep. He's thrown a pick six in three straight games. Career games. Not, wasn't one of them his last pass as a Patriot? Well. No, like I'm like I'm genuinely asking. I'm like I'm like confirming. Oh, that's correct. You know who picked it off? Logan Ryan. 
Form yeah. Pickett. <laughs> he's in New Jersey with the Giants. Logan Ryan's in with the Giants? What are you talking about? Is he? Oh, I didn't know that. Good I don't I think he I think he played week one. Yeah, he did. He did. Or I don't know. I just know Bradbury stole the show for that defense. He played really well. Um despite the loss for the Giants, which, of course, made me happy. The Giants and Cowboys losing week one made the Eagles' loss a lot easier to take, um, especially because the Cowboys kind of got robbed again by the referees, which is just always. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that OPI call. And I was pretty, I was pretty mad about it in the moment, too, because that would have been points for Prescott. And they wouldn't kick the field goal to send it into overtime, which would have been more points for my fantasy team. That was a big game in terms of our fantasy matchup. No, yeah. I was constantly yelling at the TV because every time Zeke got the ball, Zeke, Zeke scored a touchdown and he got by four guys. There was four guys in front of him who could have knocked him out of bounds or taken him down. Yeah, but that makes up for the OPI call on one of his receiving touchdowns that got called back. Yeah, it's very true. And it's like, what, a point difference, though? Because he wound up running it in. Well, no, but because I have Prescott, I missed out on four points there on a passing touchdown. Very true. We had a great – we'll talk about it on Everdue's Fantasy. But we had a great fantasy matchup this week. I'm going to talk a little bit now. If you're my dog, I apologize. The circumstances of this podcast are not very nice. You know, my house is built by Amish people in the 60s. There is no insulation. You can hear everything everywhere. And right now, my dogs are going crazy. Like, what's going nuts? He's going nuts. Somebody probably just walked outside. You can go, that, that's character, though. That, that's adding a little bit of character to the podcast. <laughs> you could say. Uh, I'm glad you put it like that because I really have no way of those of putting it other than background noise. That's character. That's all that is. Uh, but this will be the first time that y'all can actually truly see. The mullet, you know? Oh, yes. It's I've getting, gotten many snaps of the mullet. Mullet. Wait, did you see Morgan Wallen's performance tonight and his mullet? No, because I like I forgot they were – I didn't even realize they were on tonight. I was that watching. baby was flying in the wind. His, his is long. It is impressive. It is. He was wearing jeans with the jean jacket, um, a um, white wife beater underneath, tucked in, and he had the – mullet flown in the wind and he was singing whiskey glasses and my oh my was it a sight to see I love that I really do very powerful moment it was a very strong moment you got the style you know he really does all the bunch of rumbling around my dogs are running around walking to the bar looking like that (laughs) all the ladies just flock to him every other guy should just leave yeah Walk out of yeah, I yeah, because that's what would Shit, I would buy that man's drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would too. Honestly, I mean, why not? It's Morgan Wallen. He gets enough free drinks as it is, but like, hell, I'll give you one. Here you go. <sighs> well, we'll we'll go back to Nashville. We'll go to Nashville at some point. Yeah, run into him. Go back. I mean, I went. You went yet? Yeah. Are you going to go back with all the same people? Maybe a few. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Living inside jokes are just hilarious. They're the best. I hope to be a part of them someday. I'm kidding. Uh, Michael Scott. Whoa. 
No, I mean, why not? It's, a, it's an office reference. It was kind of ironic because I was just a part of one. So. Oh, I didn't Mark. realize that was an office reference. <laughs> you got to watch The Office, Jackie. I've watched it like eight times when I was in like ninth grade. Okay. Watch it eight more times. <laughs> We're not going to have it for much longer. I know. Netflix, are you like, Hulu? Netflix is going to freaking... Netflix on Hulu? Yes. But I mean, it's not going to be on Hulu. Why wouldn't it be on Hulu? Because NBC is going to make their own streaming app, and they have the rights and they reserve the rights to it when they made their own streaming app. So it's not going to just be off Netflix. It's probably going to be off Hulu too. I don't know. Yeah. Rip. Well, you could just buy the NBC streaming app, and then you could just watch The Office as much as you want. But it's just another streaming app you have to buy. Yeah, cables. Cables go away. I mean, I remember when we talked about that in our one class before. But these were all cable shows. So, I mean, where's the content going to come from? I, I understand that Netflix and Hulu are just going to start making their own shows. But, I mean, the goaded shows are all cable shows. No, yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like all these other channels you have are owned by one of those companies. Yeah. They'll still be made. And sooner or later, it'll just be you'll have about 10 different subscriptions. And you'll just not have cable. And you'll be paying for internet. Which makes so much sense. Yeah, it does because you're either you could wind up spending the same amount or less depending on what you do and don't want. Like yeah. if booking channel, hey, you got it for this streaming. Like, app. Cable's so expensive and nobody watches it, but like most people pay for it. Of course, you have cable. It's just cable. I mean, I mean, there are certain times I like cable. I mean, especially for like football. Food Network football and stuff like that, like Sunday Night Football or like. Well, for here because I live so close to the city. I guess there's a certain type of, not package, but I guess the way that this company we buy our cable from sets it up. Like you, like every week, the Eagles game is prioritized for this area. Oh, yeah. On CBS. Well, just the- for the Rangers, they, Madison Square Garden has their own network. They're the only ones who stream the Ranger games, and you can only really get them here. Unless they're like on Wednesday night hockey. Or Unless they're Wednesday night and NBC does it, but for the so most I- Every weekend, I, I watch the Eagles instead of the Patriots. Because it's what I get. If they're playing at the same time, good luck to me. I'm surprised a person like you doesn't have red zone, the amount of sports you and your dad watch. We do, no. F- the reason why we don't do football is because you're paying for, what, 16 games. Sometimes the Patriots get primetime games, and sometimes we just get it by chance. So, I mean, we still probably end up getting like 8 to 10 games a year which is fine. I can just like, like illegally stream it the other weeks. What we do pay for is to pay to get Red Sox games. That, that does make a lot more sense. Yeah. 162 games. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Speaking of baseball, great segue, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so Rob Manfred, what are you doing here, guy? He wants to expand it to 16 team playoffs, eight in each, co- eight in each conference or league. How does that make any sense? I don't I think, think bigger Yaf is somehow managing to put the ALDS and the ALCS in California where people literally like can't breathe the air. Yeah, that's not, first of all, and the governor of California is not going to let that fly. It's a hell of a decision. That's just not going to happen. Both places you landed on California. I understand it because there's three stadiums there in California. No, make it four, four stadiums in California. You got Oakland, San Diego, San Francisco, and LA. Make it five. No, there's five. There's five. There's five. Oh, said, oh, California has too many baseball teams. It pisses me off. 
It makes sense, but I mean... Yeah, they have a lot of people. At the same point, I mean, the LA Rams the other day were considering, like, not even playing their game because, no, who was it? The 49ers. The Rams are in their boat. 49ers were considering not playing their game because of poor air quality. And you're going to hold the ALDS and ALCS out there? And now now they're thinking of going to the bubble format when they've been playing the entire regular season outside of the bubble. And to be honest, it's been going well. Ish. Oh yeah, no. I think it's confirmed they're going to a bubble. I think they just have to figure out the details. But like, I get what you mean. Like four teams have had COVID cases. No, yeah, like yeah, they should. At the be beginning of everything, though, now it's kind of it's really, really settled down. Yeah, and things are running smoothly now. But look at the Chiefs. Have you heard any cases come from them? It's been a week since their first game, and they had fans. Yeah, I mean, come on. They have like 16,000 fans. I understand that's not like a lot. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not a lot. 20% of their stadium. When you look at how much they're spread out, like it's really not a lot because everybody's supposed to be standing with each other. Um, that you can't with each other. But they're limiting large groups because I think the maximum you can buy together may be three seats or four seats. I put four. Probably a family of four. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think three because I solely saw people that were like four in a row. That's just why I'm saying that. Um, but yeah, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, another great transition by me. We got to stop like mentioning that when we make great transitions and segues because then it just got to let it be. Just got to let it stand for itself. The great, the great transitions and segues speak for themselves. Yeah. People will know it when they hear them. These last two were shit. All right, so Clyde Edwards Hilaire, no longer at LSU. He makes his debut on Thursday Night Football on NBC and goes off. I mean, he got an, he got a lot of carries, but he made the most of them. And the biggest downplay, the biggest – I can't even think of the word I'm trying to say right now. The biggest flaw I see in him is goal line, and I know you and I talked about that before. Yeah, we talked about it, yeah. Simply because, I mean, in the league we're all in – I traded back to get Clyde Edwards Hilaire because he was a player at like, you know what, third league, um, not a lot of money on the line. Kind of just gonna like grab some players who I'm high on this year but are high risk, but I wasn't exactly gonna take in like other leagues that I'm prioritizing. So I drafted him and he looked really, really, really good. He looked really, really shifty and really, really powerful for his size. He's like he's basically just like a brick because he's impossible to tackle. Because he's so built so well. But, yeah, he really struggled on the goal line. He had, like, five carries inside the three-yard line, and not a single one of them got in. But it was literally, like... Whatever. Literally a Andy Reid typical pro or running back. Yeah. Well, always can run through you, but all at the same time, he can make you... He can make Brian you Westbrook, I mean, that's who he is. Yeah. 138 yards in your debut was impressive stuff. That's a lot of yards. Oh, yeah, for sure. Jackie, Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. He's supposed to not be good. He's supposed to be ruffled. He's supposed to have his. He's supposed to be a little rattled there. No, he was amazing. Um, everything you could possibly want out of Aaron Rodgers, but his receivers were also on it. He actually had an offensive line who created space for him and protected him. Um, but like, um, Lazard had a few. Um, yeah, receptions. Oh, yeah, I'm got, got that. How many? Yeah. How many? Um, hmm? How many? Clearly, you want to bring up his fantasy value last week because I advise you not to play Alan Lazard. Yeah. 
How many points did he put up? 13. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I feel like... Also, hmm? Last time I died, my bad. I interrupted. No. Um... I'm trying to think of who else I have on the team. Devontae Adams went off. Like, there were, there was no stopping him. It was that, beautiful to watch. That touchdown at the end of the first half was pretty freaking sick. I didn't see any of that game. You didn't see any of the highlights, though? No. Dude, it was Santonio Holmes-esque, but, like, closer to the front pylon. It was, like, it was a... Like AJ Green's the other day, but without the push-off. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. Um, but I, honestly, I thought the better thing was the throw because Rogers was moving and then put it on a dime to Devontae Adams. And I mean, a dime. it was like Rogers on, on the move, steps up, goes to his right. It was beautiful. He had 364 passing yards in that game. On my bench too, which hurt a little bit. <laughs> we know that Aaron Rodgers is a, how would Stephen A put it? A bad man. <laughs> um, when you go out and draft a guy's replacement, especially a guy like Aaron Rodgers, if he's injury free, like I, I have no reason to believe why the Packers would believe that he's going to be slowing up anytime soon. He's 38 years old, 38, 36. What's the number? 38. Nice. You know, quarterbacks playing well into their forties. Now you could still easily get six, seven really, really good years out of them, which mm-hmm. really makes the Bryce love move. No. Jordan Love move even more interesting but obviously like when you go out and you're a guy like Aaron Rodgers who clearly like I think we all knew he could still play in his prime he'd just been crippled by injuries in the last couple years I think like that was a great statement game for him and I'm really not surprised he made it just because when a guy like that gets angry especially wants to prove himself within an organization who kind of looked like they were turning their back on him for a second there. 364 yards and four touchdowns is kind of just like your typical 2014 Aaron Rodgers game. And I have no reason to believe he can't perform like 2014 Aaron Rodgers anymore. No, he is. But the Packers have been known to do this. This isn't like his replacement. They did the same thing with him and Favre. Favre, yeah. They did the same thing. They drafted him ahead of time uh, before they knew they were going to need him. Jordan Love will learn. And... In hopes, I think that Favre would help Rodgers learn and become really good. And I think Matt LaFleur is trying to do the same thing with Jordan Love, even if it means that he doesn't dress and he sits on the bench and he just watches everything he does for four years. The wildest thing about it to me is just like they traded up to a first round pick to get Jordan Love. I did not see the Packers projecting that Jordan Love was going to be the guy for them next 10 years. I didn't see that coming because he doesn't really fit the bill of the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers type in my eyes. But I I guess he's, Jordan Love is more trending with how the quarterback position is evolving and not really, but he's not really like the player that Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers was. But he's definitely like, because we know what the quarterback position is becoming. You mean like more mobile? Obviously Aaron Rodgers is mobile and can move outside the pocket and stuff like that. more mobile than the average quarterback. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, to to his credit, Favre wasn't just a pocket passer either. But it's going to be an interesting guy for Aaron Rodgers to teach. Yeah. I think I think Jordan Love has the opportunity to learn a lot of things about being in the pocket from Rodgers. But at the same time, I think he has a lot to learn about 
perfecting his mo- mobility. If you know, what have, I mean. before you before you can start thinking about throwing outside the pocket, you have to make sure you can throw inside the pocket. And I think one thing we can all agree about Aaron Rodgers is his game excels with accuracy. And like, like he's one of the most accurate throwers of the ball that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Jordan Love, you watch his college tapes, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously something you can learn to be taught. So, just inter- inter- interesting to me that the Packers yeah, I, so early. I, I, they they obviously that. took him not. They took him knowing they weren't going to use him for at least a couple of years. Yeah. Like because he wasn't even dressed. The backup was dressed. No, yeah. Uh, Doyle. Doyle. I don't even know. I used to know the Packers backups because they always got in at least one game or like two or three games a year. He got in at the end because they were up by so much. Yeah. They put him in, but Jordan Love wasn't even dressed. There's no, they they don't have it. I don't think they have any intention of playing Jordan Love at all this season. Probably next season too. Barring injury, of course. Barring. It's interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see if he is willing to wait that long. Here's a question: Rookie contract? How long is rookie contract? How long is it? Three years? How long can the quarter, rookie quarter? That's still so crazy to me that QB rookie contracts can be four years. Well, first round. I know, well, but quarterbacks so are in the league on average much longer than any other player. I know it's just still it's just still like way too long for me, but I don't know. I, I understand. Like, I mean, it works a lot in his case. Yes, they have him in that organization for four years, so long as they want to keep him there. But here, and the other thing to that is, um, I, I didn't think they needed a first round pick to get Jordan Love, but I guess they really, I guess it really just shows us how much they really, really wanted to get their guy, which I'm, I guess can be a good sign for Packers fans that they traded up so high to get him. I'm really skeptical about that because I know. All right, listen, I know you guys have Cam. But I was really, really thinking the Patriots. We didn't have Cam before the draft. That's what I'm saying. I really thought if Jordan Love was there for the Patriots, they would take him. But then the Packers traded up. And, uh, and nobody thought the Packers were going to do it. Everybody thought they were going to draft a wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, who knows within all the rumblings of like GM conversations, but I mean, the public and the media all thought they were going wide receiver. But an interesting thing with young quarterbacks taken in the first round, Another one was taking a second round. We all know the story. But here's my question. Who do you think gets their first start? Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts? Well, which quarterback gets injured for okay. Here the Jordan Love, I mean, Jalen Hurts is the immediate backup to Carson Wentz as it stands right now. And for the reasons that Jackie just stated, Jordan Love wasn't even dressed in the case that he needed to come into the game. Yeah. Wait. No, Jalen Hurts is actually the third QB on the list right now. It was the second. Nate Sudfeld. Was he dressed? Was he on the field dressed? No. I don't know if he was even – I'm not even sure if he was there with the team. That being said, Carson Wentz is much younger than Aaron Rodgers. So I'd be, I'd be inclined to say Jordan Loves makes his start – his first career start before. But there are so many factors. Like, I mean, how are we defining start? Like, are we talking about the first – who is going to lead – who is going to be the starting quarterback first for an entire season? Or who's just going to, like, magically pop into, like, game 17 of a season? Okay. That, I didn't mean it like that. I meant, like, the – who – all right. Who's yeah, the first start of the season. Like, start of the season, start – yeah, I got Who's going to have the starting job first on their respective team? On at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Because here's That's the thing. Way. I know – I think – is it – 
Is it Boyle? I think it's Boyle. I think once Rodgers is ready to leave, Green Bay's current backup is gone and Love is in. Yeah, I agree to that. I, I think their backup, Tim Boyle, is strictly a backup. Because they were between him and some other guy last year for the backup. And they held on to both of them like until a week before week one. And then they finally decided on who their backup was going to be. So I think Matt LaFleur uh, is going to send Jordan Love in as soon as Rodgers is out the door. Not if he gets injured or something else happens. Yeah. Then I think Boyle has Boyle or Doyle. I think it's, I think it's Tim Boyle has the rest of the season or whatever. Man, that makes sense. I agree to that, especially because like Carson Wentz is still very much viewed as the future of the Eagles and he's still much younger. So, I mean, that being said, I'm not even sure that Jalen Hurts first like starting job is with the Eagles. Yeah, I have no clue at the moment. Like, I remember everybody thought they would use a lot of gadget stuff for him. Mm-hmm. First of all, he wasn't dressed. Second of all, they were excelling on third down. When in that first half, they were excelling on third down and in the red zone. And that's whenever you would expect a gadget type of thing to come out where Jalen Hurts comes onto the field. And Carson was as typical as he is. He's one of the best third down quarterbacks in the league in the last three years and then this week until the second half. Um, so I don't even know about even with that being in. Sorry, Tim Boyle got it right the second time. That's the backup of Green Bay. Yeah, imagine being a backup. That's that's rough life. Not everybody always knows your name. You can't even get the first letter of your last name right. The only reason I even knew like somewhat his name is because they were posting on their Instagram about who they were going to choose as their backup last year, like throughout the summer. And I was just like, okay, okay. Decisions. I love the life of a backup QB in the NFL. You just want the life. <laughs> like Blue Mountain State? Literally exactly what I'm referencing. <laughs> you, get, you get all the work of practice and then you get to relax on the weekends and you get no blame. Exactly right. When you come into the game as a wash and you get like a couple snaps, no one really cares what you do with them. Everyone's turned the game off by then. Or you're on the sideline. No too. pressure. No pressure. <laughs> you have one. This is your only shot. No pressure. But anyway. actually, actually, I'm going to take that back because I remember when the Patriots were going through their whole starting QB dilemma after Brady left. Everyone was like, Jared Sinem was the guy. But everyone kept going back to like one pass he threw against the Jets that ended up being a pick six to Jamal Adams. And everyone was like, no, he can't be the starting QB. And that one game he came in with two minutes left, he threw a pick six to Jamal Adams. <laughs> so I actually retract that statement. <laughs> but um, all you guys ever talked about was oh this game against Alabama. I'm like, dude, you didn't even do good. Like, well, if you beat Bama, I mean, come on, that's something. I mean, yeah, but like, excuse me, yeah, even twice. You even have you didn't even have that good of a games against them. There were there's still a quarterback of a team that beats Bama. I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say good games. I should say stat stat headliner games. Is what I, should say. I don't know. We don't have to worry about Jared Stidham anymore. No, yeah, you have a conversation I don't have to try to justify anymore. I used to, believe me, I used to be the biggest Jared Stidham fan for like two months there. I, I had myself fully convinced that Jared Stidham was the answer, but. Just, just wait. You know, Cam's going to kick. Cam's going to. You gonna think get- Cam Newton is like the answer though? 
No, but for in the short term, I mean, he might get us in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, extend the streak. Maybe we're we're not looking for Super Bowls from Cam. We're looking for him to extend um, the AFC streak. That's all we want out of Cam at the moment. We're not even. We don't. Cam's just a bridge guy. Cam's just a bridge quarterback. Obviously, he's not the future, but he's just bridging the gap between Brady and his true successor. Um. The when next long-term guy in New England. When I think of short-term, I think of he's going to play six to eight games and injure his shoulder again or something else. Maybe. In the past, it's been foot, back, shoulder. Yeah, so I was surprised. Concussions, probably. Concussion, yeah. I was surprised Bill Attack wanted him then. Well, Wait, that's all right. I know everybody outside of like New England, no offense, Jack, he thinks it's all Belichick who runs the offense. He's a defensive minded head coach. This is all Josh McDaniels. Yeah. He gets to do a lot more with the offense. You're telling me if you're Bill Belichick, right? And you ran the same offense for 20 years with Tom Brady. I mean, let's not, let's not kid ourselves for the past 20 years. While successful, we watched a pretty boring offense in most. So I'm like, I mean, Come on, like it was basically check downs, running back screens. It was boring. That like, is correct. Albeit successful, like it was pretty boring. I think after 20 years of running a Tom Brady led offense where you're kind of limited in what you can do, um, I think Cam Newton is just an exciting experiment for Belichick. And I think Belichick was looking forward to having an opportunity. Like this is a quarterback unlike Belichick's ever coached in his life. I think Belichick just not that he wanted something different in his career, but he kind of just wanted to have this sort of fun project at the end of his career. Yeah, probably. Good for him. I mean, yeah. why not, right? I mean, I mean, look, he, he gets to experiment with like RPOs and like, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's going to be pretty cool for him. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Cam can catch a football. Um, Tom Brady. Oh, good one. <laughs> maybe the Eagles can come up with their own trick uh, plays. Dude, it's a copycat league. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Everybody takes everything from everybody. Come on, man. That's how you do it. We didn't. I don't even think we invented Philly Special, but we called it Philly Special. Patriots invented Philly Special. What do you mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. But hey, he caught the ball. He scored a touchdown. It was fourth and goal. That's what. That, that's I'm why. I'm surprised the Eagles haven't used the touchdown pass to Julian Edelman that the Patriots used against them last year yet. Um, I don't know that we have anybody who can throw it that far as a wide receiver. But um. Maybe Rager can be like, oh, he's pretty jacked. What were we seriously talking about, though? Cam. The future of the Patriots. Yeah, okay. In terms of the future of the Patriots, obviously it's not Jared Stidham. I mean, I think we're past the point where we believe it's Jared Stidham. Cam's just the bridge guy until we find that one diamond in the rough out of college. Um, who knows if that will ever happen. It may never happen. If you guys kept Jimmy Garoppolo, there would have been no need for Cam. Well, let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo's performance in... San Francisco. Is there anything to be blown away by? Obviously, he got to a Super Bowl, but that was a defensive-led team. And I, mean, I, I feel like the 49ers got to the Super Bowl in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too hot of a take. It's not a hot take. It's a blatantly true take. Raheem Mostert obviously carried that team throughout the playoffs in the run game. Like, the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing, I mean, a lot of people were basing their opinion on Jimmy Garoppolo based off of a 2 and one start he had when Brady had his four-game suspension. We know he was two and zero. They got hurt, and then Brissett went one and one. But I mean, I think if you ask a lot of Patriots fans, I mean, who who they would in in that four game stretch, right? When Garoppolo and Brissett um, had their 
um, like two games, little showcases. I mean, as a Patriots fan, like Brissett really excited me even more so than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I was like, maybe Brissett's the guy. Maybe it's Simon Garoppolo. Maybe it's Jacoby Brissett. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, say what you want. He's a serviceable quarterback. He's not all he is in my eyes. He doesn't. I mean, out in, out in San Francisco, it's that it's Nick Bosa and George Kittle that sell tickets. Yeah. I mean, in my eyes, Jimmy Garoppolo has, obviously what we said, best defense in the league last year, uh, a great running game, and then also, in my opinion, the best tight end in the league. So. Life's yeah, right. For the Cali kid. Uh, like, like, Cam Newton will be a Patriot for three years max. Probably not even that long. I mean, if the Patriots track record with signing guys like this says anything, Antonio Brown was a Patriot for two games, one game. Did he even play? Antonio Brown played in the game against Miami in week two. Had a touchdown. Obviously, he... And then resigned in shame. The Patriots cut him after sexual assault allegations came out. He comes back, he's like going to get like an eight-game suspension. I'm pretty sure that's like... He's serving that? Isn't he already serving that? No, if you you can't serve it until you're signed. Oh, yeah. Nobody's gonna take him. That's a head case. I don't think anyone wants him at this point. That's what I'm saying. No matter how talented he is, kind of drawn out at this point. It's like it's like too far gone. Mm -hmm. In in my class, we like one of my classes last year. We talked about the whole thing. Dude's on a Kanye West type of bender. Yeah. Like he's just lost it. The whole start when he posted that video of how happy he was when he got released from Oakland from was it Oakland the Raiders? Uh huh. And I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> yeah, and we literally just spent two whole class days studying his entire social media from that point on and everything that's happened then. Remember the pictures of his feet? Hmm? Remember the pictures of his feet? <laughs> What was it? His like frozen feet. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He had like frostbite. He stayed in like the hydro cooler. Or, like he fell asleep in like the whatever the hell thing it's called, and his feet just. <laughs> oh my god! What a nightmare of a person. Uh, it can all like it all started when he posted that video in the locker room, of the Steelers' locker room. No, I'm convinced it started when, um, Vontaze Perfect knocked him out. Yeah, he's got CT. He's got bad CT. Like that, that's 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 a given. He could have, like, yeah, like. You see the video of Gronk came out the other or the, in his press conference talking about Disneyland or Disney World. Batman has CTE. <laughs> he looked like he was on crack, and he was singing the Small World after all. So Batman <laughs> has CTE. We're talking about a dude who retired from the NFL and immediately signed a contract with WWE. WWE. So I mean. I think dude's living his best life for as long as he has it. <laughs> and he does nothing but party uh, off the field if he's not training. Yeah. And then he also like did Shark Week that one year. Did you see, have you guys seen the commercial he did for yeah. a men's razor? Yeah. No. no way. What did he do? I think I sent it to you. Me? No. Mike. It was. I doesn't look like it's in the back. Like I'm like he he's lost significant weight. That's what I also I was like. There's no way he's that skinny. He is very very skinny now. I think he he lost some like that, but then I think his muscles didn't gain as much strength back as as they usually did. 
No, I'm not even sure he's in top NFL shape. But like when, when Gronk was in his prime, he was one of like the strongest players in the league. And now, like, I'm not even sure he could run over a DB. And maybe he could. But Wait, like, I'm trying to find this and send it to you. Hold on. Remember? Uh, I think it's clear that OJ Howard is the number one tight end. Um, I, really, I really screwed up with that draft pick. I'm I mean, not surprised. I have John. I found it. I'm sending it to you. Yeah. We should have John or Smith, though. No, yeah, I'm, I, w- I was like trying to find somebody to trade Gronk with, but nobody wants him. I have an issue this week. But I don't Godwin's like in concussion protocol. Who is? Godwin's in concussion protocol. Really? Landry's questionable, and he's the Thursday night game, so I have a really, really tough decision to make ahead of Thursday night, tomorrow night. Ooh. I've got a big GM move coming up here. I might – I have no idea what to do. But Does this mean I play Scotty Miller? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. A little preview of EDF this week, but... Um, You'll, when EDF comes out this week, y'all will, would know what I would choose because I'd probably choose on that day. Ah, no, I would choose the next, I would choose on Sunday because... Nah. I don't, that's a luxury I can't afford because Jarvis Landry's playing on Thursday. So if I'm going to make the move to take out Godwin and put in Landry, I have to decide for tomorrow. And then what happens if Godwin gets cleared for Sunday? Then I'm left here with my thumb up my ass with Godwin putting up 25 on my bench and Jarvis Landry putting up like 11 on a Thursday night game. All right. Maybe, maybe not Scotty Miller because, all right, here's, here's for one thing. DeAndre Hopkins. Um, no, D-Hop is starting. A.J. Brown. Nah, he's starting. They're playing Jacksonville. When you asked me what it was going to take to get Devontae Freeman, I was low-key about to say A.J. Brown. Nah. Nah. Um, but then I have DK in my flex, and he's playing y'all. So I'm going to keep DK in that because I think your defense still has to prove something because you just played Miami, and that wasn't much of – Who's Gilmore going to cover? Well, does he cover DK or does he cover Tyler – I have no clue. I mean, either way, I think DK can loss Gilmore. Definitely. Potential. It's, it's a matchup nobody's seen yet. So, I mean, I really can't speak a whole lot on it. But I think the history of – or not the history, the resume of DK Metcalf has shown that he can do a lot of great things against a lot of cornerbacks. So. Oh, and do a quick, like, high five, Zoom high five. Both of our sleeper picks hit this week. I know. I, uh, I went through the uh, – Good for yeah. Overrunners and sleepers, yeah, our sleepers. My sleeper hit by I think point one points. What did I? Who was my sleeper again? Hawkinson put up like sixteen. Uh, didn't you pick Jonathan Taylor? Oh yeah, no, no, no. That I was saying Ronald. I picked Ronald Jones for the over, and he hit the over by point oh one or by point. Does to lose again this week? I hate this. Exactly. How was your first week of fantasy football experience? It was no, terrible. I lost, in I lost in my other league by two points. <laughs> That's the way it goes. I hate this. This is absolute bullshit. It does not make me more invested in football at all. But you understand how it can tear a person down. Huh? No, it just pisses me off. Like, exactly. why do I need this added stress in my life? You should have seen me all fall. Like, you should have seen me last year. <laughs> I saw you for this week, and that was enough. I was the most bitter person on the face of the planet. All of oh, really, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have believed that at all. Jackie, Not a bit. this man, get snarky. this man brought the devil out of himself when talking to Tyler. Right. Offensive we line. were on a FaceTime call on Sunday. 
and he did not speak for like two hours. And any time he did, it was to bitch and moan. For context. And then he would bitch and moan to me and then look back at the TV. Let's set the scene, right? Let's set the scene. I'm going into the I'm going into the Sunday night game down 37 points to Clay. I have Dak, Zeke, and Cooper Cup. And I really thought if I was going to win that week, I needed that game to go into overtime. That OPI was called. They shit the bet on the final drive. Um, Jared Goff refused to throw the ball to Cooper Cup all game, which had me infuriated. And I mean, look, you're obviously not happy right now with the way your fantasy team performs. Okay, so yeah. It's hard for you to believe that people. But I didn't bitch to you for two hours about it. I just said, oh, my team sucks. And I left it at that. I don't know. Well, you don't seem very pleased now. I'm not pleased because this is an ad, now an added stress on my life. But it's fun. We're having fun. I'm not having fun. It's like a family guy scene when on the golf course. It's like, but you hit yeah. it into the water. It's fun. We're having fun. My mom actually says that and she doesn't know it's from family guy. She's done that before. That's a great scene <laughs> because it's fun. We're having fun. One of my players. That's why we play fantasy football. Bonus points if you hit it into the water. <laughs> my brother, my dad, and my brother went golfing once. He didn't want to hit it over the pond because he saw there were ducks crossing. My dad said, It's fine, Dan. You're not going to hit the ducks. Like, they'll move out of the way. My brother pelted the duck right in the head. The duck went face down. It was dead. It's <laughs> a dead duck. My brother was like nine. He was traumatized. <laughs> Mike, remember when I um, shipped the golf clay and I hit the links the other day? Oh, we did. Both didn't make, make reach our goal of breaking 100. I shot 100. You shot one of two. That was cold. I didn't think I, I, I was, what I shoot? I, I shot 52 on the front nine and a 50 on the back nine. I need to make up two strokes on the back. I, I, damn, I was really hoping I could. If we weren't rushed at the end there, I'm convinced I could have parred that last hole if I didn't go with too much club. And if those other, if that other group wasn't sitting on the tee box and talking during my backswing on that one drive, I wouldn't have hit it into the woods. Yeah. I was disrespectful of them to let us play through and talk during my backswing. Dude, you were way too high of a club on that last one. I was like, when you said, I forget, would you use like a nine or an eight? You used an eight, didn't you? I used my seven. <laughs> Dude, I launched that ball. Dude, Dude, why would you use your seven on that hole? That was like, what, like... 150, 138 or something like that? No, I thought it was like 170. No. No. It was too dark to read the damn sign. It was right next to you. <laughs> it was also an elevated tee box. Since when is Julio Jones questionable? Oh shit, are you serious? Don't, maintain, don't pay attention to that as much. Unless it's like a serious injury, they'll, they'll just put questionable or probable every week for every That one's in concussion protocol. I have to pay attention to that. Well, yeah, that's something you do have to do. I'm projected to lose in both of my leagues. Doesn't mean shit. Okay, Jackie, no offense. In our league, you had one of the strangest drafts I've ever seen in my life. That was my first draft ever. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Harrison Bucker. I can't say the F word, and now I'm about to block it out of my mind because I almost said it eight times. (laughs) I think Leo's going to play. Didn't you tell Play, me? I've never done this before. I didn't even know how it worked. <laughs> oh, my. Well, if, you if you would have mock drafted. I did. And you didn't notice that no one took a kicker until like the 12th round? No. 
forgot about podcasts. Because people didn't know what they were doing either. People who did who people fuck around in mock drafts and take quarterbacks in the first round. That's what they did. Yeah, no. If you follow the ESPN like player rankings, that's usually a pretty good guide. I don't. I don't know. I know for next year. I don't care. Anymore. But she had a good draft in her other week. Yeah. Your other weeks, your other team's pretty good. God, I lost by two freaking points, and I'm really angry about it. But you were in it though, Jackie. Yeah, last year, and I'm projected to lose by two, so who knows who I have this week? Jackie, last year I was two and thirteen, and I don't think my team eclipsed 100 points. Any week. Logan beat the crap out of me this week. <laughs> Logan's pretty good at fantasy. Logan's good. Like, I'm playing Arlo this week. Ooh, big matchup. Right now I have Drew Brees, Derek Henry, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones. Um, good team. Keenan Allen right now. Mark Andrews. Wait, how many um, people are in this league? James White. How many people? Uh, Patriots defense. Ten? Ten, I think. I have no idea who any of these people are. Arl was like, you want to join? I was like, I guess. And here we are. Still a good squad. Monday night was so stressful. I hope Todd Gurley gets more carries this week because I've been in my other league. They They didn't use him as much as I thought they would, especially in the passing game, which was kind of... Derrick Henry underperformed. He had like 30 carries for like 100 yards. Still not, like, that's not great. Yeah, he's pretty much the reason I lost. I mean, volume. And he caught three passes, which is a really good sign for Derrick Henry owners. Let's talk about that. Derrick Henry, the Titans are making an assertive effort to make him more involved in the passing game. Oh, yeah. Which is one thing. I was really wanted Derrick Henry on a team this year. But obviously, when you play in PPR leagues, he's not a guy you shoot for, especially in the first round, because he's not a great pass catcher. But I'm really going to eat those words if they make him more involved in the pass in the passing game because he could be a real like he could be a monstrous threat if they involve him in the passing game. He got three passes, which I mean Zeke caught three passes this week. That's that's that three passes for a running back, really damn good. Over the course of sixteen games, that's what, forty eight catches? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's nothing to laugh at for a running back in a season. Derrick Henry was probably projected to get twenty this year. I mean, for Zeke, it's expected because he's better in the passing game. I think they, I think it, it definitely was noticeable to see Henry used a lot more. Um, but at the same time, like I know you can be disappointed with how he played this week. It, it's not going to have a trending effect on the ne- on the rest of the season. Looking back at how well Denver plays against Derrick Henry compared to other teams. Um, so honestly, I think that was one of the first times he got 100 yards on them anyways. Or like ended a streak of not getting 100 or something. Wait until he plays the Jaguars twice a year. I think they're playing the Jaguars this week. Derrick Henry, lock it in, 150-plus rushing yards, two touchdowns. Let me see. Yeah, they're playing Jaguars. AJ Brown's going to make up for me. He kind of let me down. You needed, what, 18 points out of him? Yeah. He got... Uh, nine. Yeah, you got nine. No, I don't think I needed eight. Yeah, I didn't need eighteen. But we had a matchup for the ages. We really did, dude. That last drive was like really making me angry because on that pi on Denver, like if you would have caught the ball, that would have been perfect for me because you would have got the points, you would have got the yardage and the catch. 
And then if you would have caught that touchdown on top of it, I would have won. It was it was so annoying. They took a shot to the I wasn't watching. They took a shot to the end zone that drive. They were at like the twenty yard line. Yeah, but they were in field goal range. Even though Goskowski missed like four field goals. Oh yeah, he was zero for three and one for two on PAT. So they didn't want to get imploded. He had he had he had AJ Brown wide open in the end zone on a fade. Like he was three yards ahead of the cornerback, and he and he overshot him by like a foot. And if he would have caught it, I still would have lost. I would have come up like two points short. Yeah, I feel really bad for Goskowski. I appreciate everything he did, and I, I will still say to this day, he's the worst kicker in Super Bowl history. I mean, he probably kicked like 50% field goals in Super Bowls over the course of his career. He's absolute garbage from like kicking field goals in the Super Bowl, but I still appreciate everything he did for us. I really hope his career doesn't tailspin because he looked really, really bad in that game Monday night, which is a shame. But Yeah, I remember the, uh, the one game where... Not the one game. In the Super Bowl, that one kick, what was it like? Something was weird with the snap and it like went sideways or something like that. Or like it hit the crossbar. He's missed multiple kicks in every single Super Bowl he's played in. There's a lot, dude. They win Super Bowls in spite of Steven Guskowski. Yeah. What were they? Except for, I guess, three. Wait, what is this picture? Is it six and three? Six and four. And three. Well, Vinatieri was the kicker for four games. Um, it don't really matter. But um, who else? Who else is a talking point this week? I don't know. I was looking through um, waiver wire pickups potentially for this week, and a player I loved in college from Colorado, Lavisca Chenault, an absolute stud. He's playing with the Jaguars now. I might say fuck it because. <laughs> I might say screw it because I'm playing Tracy who's without Michael Thomas this week and just like pick up like a long shot rookie wide receiver. I'm already playing Henry Ruggs. Ooh. I might add like LaVisca Chenault. I think Henry Ruggs can be okay, but I don't know. Not that I'm throwing this week away, but I think I can afford to take risks. But Every time in, in the league with um, in our main league, not the one we're in with you, Jackie. And our other- I got that because I'm playing Tracy this week in our other league. <laughs> um, there have been multiple times where I see Ch- LaVisca Chanel and I'm sitting there and I'm like I want to take him I want to take him but Scotty Miller just showed me a lot that I liked a lot and like he has his connection now if Godwin's in concussion protocol no I don't want to let him go and let anybody else take advantage of that but then I also have three stud wide receivers and I don't want to take any of them out either so Dude, when in doubt if you have the chance play Tom Brady's little white receiver this week might be the week they're playing who Carolina so, the Saints? No, the Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah, they're playing Carolina for the Saints because I'm thinking about the Saints Monday night game against um, Oakland, Las Vegas. I did that too. It's a big game for me. Let me ask y'all one question. Mm. You hear any of the noise that's going on upstairs at the moment? No. Really? I hear it, but I don't know what it is. It, is it like overwhelming? No. Okay, good, because they're really starting to piss me off. And when background noise. It's, it's very unnecessary background noise. I'm I know sure you'll hear crickets on my feed. Yeah, there's a cricket somewhere over there, and I know you'll hear that. But what's going on right now, if that is heard in my podcast, I'm telling all the people who are making that noise right now, you are pissing me off so much. Your family? 
Yes, it is my family. Well, when podcasting from home. This is very true. This is where I wish I had, like, my idols. Um, AJ Brown's questionable now? Huh? AJ Brown is questionable now? Yeah, I've, I've noticed. I'm not putting a lot into it. Um, my, I, want, I, I want to get to a point where I'm like my idols, Will Compton and Taylor LeVon on Bustin' with the Boys on Barstool, where I can have, like, my own. Taylor LeVon's a player I hated as, like, when he was actually in the league. Wait, Taylor LeVon? Yeah, he was kind of a scumbag in the league. He's still playing. What do you mean? Yeah, he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. A he's, a, he's a G, dude. Come on. No, don't. Dude, no, 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 no. No, 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 disrespect. Come I'm on. always trying to fight somebody. So? CNFL. Whatever. He, he, he backs up his shit. It's one of the best tackles in the league. Um, but no, I want to I wanna get to a point in this podcast where I can have my own space and it can be done like a lot more professionally than in my basement at home. And then all that stupid background noise is going on. But that's besides the point. We'll improve upon this as we go. Sounds like a dorm room or an apartment. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Thank I'm as angry about it as you are. Jacqueline. Question. Jacqueline. I'm going to call you Jacqueline. Oh, that's fun. Clay, quick question. I might have an answer. I just got. I just saw a tweet on the timeline. Drop that one word that comes to mind when you think Wawa. Mac and cheese. Shout out to Wawa Mac and cheese. Respect that. Jackie, what's the first word that comes into your mind? Mac and cheese. <laughs> I only had Wawa when I went to see Mike. We don't have Wawas here. Yeah, it's because New York sucks. New York doesn't suck. We have good bagels and good pizza. Quality of life in Pennsylvania is only as high as it is because we got Wawa's. <laughs> you, got, you got all your creeks and your, your hiking. And you got woods, I guess. You got the woods and there's my dogs again. Uh, somebody's leaving the house. Um, Let's read some of the top comments. Let's see what people are thinking. Turkey bowl. Have you ever tried the turkey bowl? Or like That's the turkey very good. They make a Thanksgiving sandwich when um this type of when like the fall season comes around. It's got like turkey, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, basically every Thanksgiving food, and like they throw it in a sandwich. And people swear by it and say it's the best thing they've ever eaten in their life. I'll, I will never try it. I do that with like my grandma's leftovers, like the stuff that she makes. I put like stuffing and turkey and gravy, like but I, mama, no, thank you. Oh, Clay. We've got a hit. Someone, someone commented sheets. It's time to go kill somebody. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, 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 wait! Wait! I don't want that put out on this. I don't want any of that kind of shit. No, I'm just kidding. Let's let's go fuck. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? Jackie, there's a big. What well, you gotta understand about Pennsylvania? Sheets is doo doo. Wawa is the goat. Wait, That's all you have Wawa, to- where we are, and then to the left of Clay is sheets. What's sheets? It's the Walmart. A Walmart Wawa. Okay. It's the Walmart Wawa. Like it's spelled like how you spell sheets, like bed sheets. Yeah, no, but with a Z at the end. Ugh. Basically, okay. think of a glorified Seven Eleven. Yeah. The glorified Seven Eleven, and yeah. there's a whole there. There's I mean, I will die for Wawa. If I, I will fight somebody to the death over a Sheets Wawa debate. 
only thing I will ever get from Sheets anymore is a burrito. So you have Sheets near you. Those, yeah, I have two you sheets. You can't find Sheets anywhere near me. You're one of the people who are like, you're kind of on the line where you have a choice between Wawa and Sheets. When you get as east as I am, there's no Sheets, there's just Wawa's. You get the... You get all the old old Wawa's too. I remember when you pointed out to me what, like this one old looking one. I was like, bro, that's like like early. That's like 1960s. You got serious old school Wawa's that um, don't even have gas stations. That don't even have gas pumps. One by your house is really nice. That's the that's the prototypical Wawa these days. But it is a thing of beauty, and 24 seven. Oh, we have nothing like that here. The most clutch thing ever. You can get a good sandwich whenever you want. Just that, just having that comfort in the back of your mind. You have the opportunity to get a really good, like a good quality sandwich whenever you want. Is there's just peace in that? You can you can just find peace in that. But um, I got to answer the question. To me, I still think Hoagie Fest. There was no Hoagie Fest this summer, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, which is a damn shame. Too bad. Um, Jackie, this summer you didn't get to experience Hoagie Fest. I, I s- swear to God, in previous summers, when like you're talking like the dead of summer, July into August, um, baseball games every night before the before every game during Hoagie Fest, you're getting a Hoagie every single day. What There's is Hoagie, Hoagie Fest? What? What is Hoagie Fest? It's basically when Wawa just marks down their prices on Hoagies. And everyone just goes nuts. Like I go ballistic. Like literally five dollar foot. Think it's basically five dollar foot longs, but better. Yeah, gotcha. you can get like a foot long sub for like four seventy nine at Wawa. The same sub you would usually get for like six ninety nine. And I swear to God, I'm in the Wawa every day getting a hoagie every day during Hoagie Fest. I swear by it. It's my holiday. It should be a Pennsylvania Pennsylvania holiday. Like a national holiday. Well, not a state holiday. A state holiday. Yes. Mike, you know what you've just done? <laughs> what have I just done? I need to go to Wawa when we're done. You need to go to Wawa right now? The only reason I didn't go to... I, I can't even say that. I got, bre- I got Wawa for breakfast this morning. You know what I got from Wawa for breakfast from Wawa this morning? They were doing a two for four Sizzly deal. Can you believe that? And I got... And I was very, very fortunate because it's a, it's a rare sight to see. But once in a while, you'll stumble into Wawa. I'm talking like once a week. Sometimes they'll just be feeling good about themselves and put out those pancake sizzlies. Like yeah. a sausage and cheese on pancakes. It's basically just like a McGriddle on steroids. And you can't find them often, but like once in a while, and I got two of them for four bucks. I mean, I scored big at Wawa today. Well, my senior year, I got into a real bad habit of going there every morning before I got to school. Absolutely, we all did. My first class was like a production class where we like did the school announcements over TV and like actually like ran like a 15 minute show. So I had time every morning to sit there and wherever I was and, and eat the sandwich and have my coffee. It got bad. It like it got bad, bad. It was like I probably spent like 25 to 30 bucks a week. I would love to know how much money over the last since I got my license, the age of 16. I'm now 20. I'd love to know how much money I've given Wawa over the past four years. I would love to know. Okay, you see, so like you guys, and you guys talking about breakfast on Long Island, we would go to the bagel store and we would get a sandwich there and an iced coffee or like they usually make like homemade iced teas and stuff. Yeah, but you're probably overpaying. 
Well, great thing about Wawa is you what get- What are you overpaying for on Long Island? Oh, that's a great point. But the, the thing why people love Wawa so much is because the quality to price ratio is phenomenal. Yeah, but- They don't understand how, how good their food is and they still charge like really cheap prices. Yeah, that would never- Prices for really, really good food. They wouldn't do well on Long Island. Absurd. Uh, I don't. They wouldn't. Everybody likes going to their bagel stores and getting their bacon, egg, and cheeses. Jackie, listen. And you don't. You don't know the people here. I grew up with these people. They'll overspend for it. They will, and they'll do it gladly. Well, I guess we just. They were good. Here's what I'm guessing. Not like my bacon, egg, and cheese from the bagel store. Nothing really like it. Like the Wawa Sizzlies. Yeah, that's what I just said. They were good, but they weren't like bagel store good. They weren't Goldberg's. They were also four dollars. No, no, okay, no. and Goldberg's was five dollars. Breakfast sourdough breads. Oh my gosh, mm, so good! Wawa, I love you. I mean, like, yeah, the thing. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about this. This is the last point I want to make on the whole Wawa thing, right? First of all, Eli's like, I'm making one more. Your bagel store. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I put that in air quotes. You have the bagel store. It's a thing. But one, it's not 24-7. This is true. Would there you- is just a feeling you get, and it's undescribable when you walk into a Wawa. I've, the, whether it's two in the morning after a night of playing poker, whether it's four in the morning after a night of going a little too hard, whether it's before or after. You're really being poetic with this one, aren't you? Before or after, like, going to a ball game, before or after going to school, there's always just this feeling you get when you walk into a Wawa. It's a mix of nostalgia, peace, just comfort. And, oh, it's just a world of opportunities when you walk in through that door and you just feel like you're at home. That's all I have to say on the subject. All those seven points, I don't know if I kept up with that right. Oh, he hit the money on the spot. Johnny, I think we have 24-7 as a diner that gives people food poisoning. Yeah, that's why New York sucks. So New York doesn't Wawa's suck. There for you. It's great. It's hmm? there for you. It's just there for you. It's there whenever you need it, and it's always just going to make you feel You're better. sounding like you have like some type of romantic relationship with this place. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's really cheating on Wawa with you. That's just what it is. Like, he had Wawa first. Wawa's there for me, and I'll always be there for Wawa. What would you ever do if they closed down? Like, I'm genuinely curious. I like if the whole franchise just went out of business. Wait, I'm talking quality of life here. It would significantly. Quality of life. You, know, you got like, you're like here at Wawa. Without Wawa, you're just like. No, I liked Wawa when I went to Wawa. It was great. The best days of my week are when I are the days I go to Wawa. Listen, Linda, you don't even know. What that. Did you just call me? Back up, back up, and start that sentence again. <laughs> Did you ever see that video of the little kids? Like, listen, listen, Linda. No, I've never seen it. Hilarious. You have to see it. Look up, listen, Linda. But it's not an insult to you. It's just like, it's just funny. Um, no, you, I, I know you've been to Wawa. You don't know the full experience. Did you try their coffee? I didn't actually. All right. Next time you're there, coffee. Bang, bang, bongo. Not the little espresso machine thing where you press. Then the, the iced coffee. 
No, 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 no. The coffee. Wait, you are you only iced coffee or do you like coffee? I don't only drink iced coffee. The only time I drink hot coffee is like when my parents make it at home. All right. Well, either way, bang it. I, yep. I know you had the mac and cheese. You gotta get it with either buffalo or, or I'm gonna did you tell him about my idea? Jackie had a phenomenal idea that we're going to execute this weekend. And um, Clay, if it pays, which it absolutely will, we'll do it the next time you come. But here, like the, the fast food debate's a whole different separate topic. But basically, I turned Jackie onto Burger King nuggets because one, the quality isn't as bad as people make it out to be, and two, you can get ten for a buck forty. They were good. Like they were, they were so. Good. I don't know if it's because I was starving or what, but they were so good. I mean, ten nuggets for a buck forty nine. You're talking to a very frugal person. When I go to a fast food place, I only eat off the dollar menu simply because I'm not going there for quality. I want to get a decent amount of food for what I pay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna hit Burger King, go to Wawa after. Me, myself, I'm going to get a medium cup of buffalo mac, a medium cup of ranch mac, cut up Burger King nuggets, and mix it in with the mac and cheeses. This is yeah. my... Uh, Jackie's, Jackie's ba- uh, food baby. It's my food baby. <laughs> so you'll be back out not not too long. Clay, you'll be back out here in a couple weeks because we still got shit to take care of. We do. Your cheesesteak review dropped on Instagram. I got to like cut that shit down for Twitter because you never posted it. I gave it to you and I said, you missed it. You took too long. No, for I still have work to do. It still needs, there's still work that needs to be done for it. It still all needs to be cut down. And I still need to take some time to actually like trim Wait. down the videos, especially for TikTok. Oh no. I meant just go post this whole one on Instagram yourself. Cause I thought I gave you that password too. Oh, maybe you did. I don't know. We still have, we have to get our ducks in a row with the whole social media thing. But, um, <laughs> Like this yeah, is my plan. I'll send you a picture when it's all said and done. I'm not quite sure what it's going to look like yet, um, but or how I'm going to execute, how we're going to execute it. But believe me, it's going to be fire. So I'll send you a picture. I really, I really believe our trailer is going to be better than the first three reviews because I know we're not. I'm not putting out the Geno's review. It was the, the, all the background noise is terrible, and that little kid next to us wouldn't stop talking. And I always go back. I can't blame. Yeah, of course. And I can't blame him. Like he's having a nice day. He's having a good time with his, I think his dad and grandpa might've been. I'm like, I'm not going to be rude and be like, Hey, shh, for a second. Do you know those cheese fries are so good? I've only ever gotten cheese. Them, so I can't really talk about anything else. From you know, cheese fries. I feel like cheese fries. If you like cheese fries. Wiz? What whiz? I don't know. I was like 10 when I had them. Hmm. Huh. I have to try cheesesteaks again because I used to not like it. Well, <sighs> very disappointed in you, Jackie. You just said you used to not like it. You I was a vegetarian for a good chunk of my young life. Really? Wait, was it because you just didn't like seeing animals die because you were a kid? Well, that and because I wanted to be a vet and I was like, save the animals. <laughs> Who didn't? But then I carried it on until I was like 15. You wanted to be a vet. Vets give animals food to eat and there's meat in those food. So how does that... I didn't try telling an like eight-year-old that. I will. If I meet an eight-year-old who's a vegetarian... You are a terrible person if you tell an eight-year-old that. That would be so terrible. No, so... My dad likes Gino's. Did you see the picture? Did you see the tweet of Trump with his cheesesteak? I'm curious. Philly. Yeah, I'm curious. Not Delos Andros, bro. Was it? 
Yeah, I give him a lot of credit. Wait, I can't, how can you confirm this? I'm pretty sure I saw on Twitter, like, it, dude, like, it, you would look at the sandwich and it's a dead ringer, like, it's a Del Sanjo's cheesesteak. If it turns out to be a Pat's one, I'm going to be disappointed. It's absolutely not. <laughs> I give him a lot of credit because he didn't go to Gino's or Pat's. I remember, oh, yeah. I remember um, <laughs> when you were eating yours, because I just remember listening to it, you were like, <laughs> you were just like so worried about the cheese. Yeah, I watched you. So I don't know how I feel about the cheese. <laughs> you guys don't understand the what the the taste of this cheese. It was so weird. It made no sense. I was like, "What the hell kind of American cheese is what this?" Kind, wait, really, what? Really weird. Processed. Hmm. I just asked for American wit, and like, it could have been something else, but I'm pretty sure it was the cheese, and it just had a really, really weird taste to it. But like, I think I ended up liking it. I thought people usually get provolone on it. Fuck it. Psychopath, if you get provolone on your cheese sticks. I think my dad does. Take it easy. I won't say psychopath, but like, I understand people do it. And like, believe me, I've tried it before. And it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's like American all day. I prefer provolone over a lot of cheeses, unless it's like Swiss or pepper jack. But like, Wiz is the last thing on the earth I'll eat. Uh, that's like my dad's. I think that might be my dad's favorite. <laughs> Wiz is not the way to go. I'll, I honestly, I'll take provolone over Wiz. No, they Gino's makes their cheese fries with American cheese. I remember now. So weird. So good. You probably walked up the window and said, can I have some cheese fries? And they were just like, we got those? I don't know. I was 10. <laughs> like, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I remember when we were there when I was a kid, the first time I was there, we had we got fries too, but like, it's just fries. But... No, nah, like They have the cheese and they have fries, so why can't they just... <laughs> Do <laughs> make it happen? Um, but I think I don't know. Pats is just something bad, man. It's just not good. Neither good. Let's just be straight up. Ready for this? We went to Philly. When did we go? Years ago for a football game. U Penn and Fordham, and. My dad wanted to go to Gino's after, so we did. My uncle, who never went to Gino's or Pat's, my dad was, like, explaining the rivalry. So he's like, all right, I'll have one of each. He walks across the street to Pat's while we're all in the line at Gino's. And we're thinking, like, all right, like, he's going to get the sandwich and, like, bring it back here and, like, eat it. And then, like, literally 10 minutes later, we see him come back empty-handed. So I was like, Uncle Dom, where's your cheesesteak? He was like, I ate it already. And then ordered another one from Gino's. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to vomit. I was like, there's no way this man just scarfed out old cheesesteak. And it's about I were hawking down cheesesteaks the other day. I mean, I mean. They were halves, though. Yeah, we were only in half. We had four halves apiece over the course of, like, three hours. So, I mean, I wasn't even really full at the end of it. I was. This man scarfed two cheesesteaks down in a half hour. Oh, no. When I first had my experience, I had one from Gino's. And then when we were done, we walked over. I didn't scarf it down. And I got, and I ate a whole one from Pat's. And then we had another Gino's half one, and I had that. So, I mean. The thing about, the thing about Gino's and Pat's, that is ultimately my greatest knock on them, is one. They don't know how to chop their, they don't know how to chop the meat. They slice the meat, which is a damn shame. And if you get, when you get your sandwich, you hold it up side view. And like, there's maybe like th- two, three layers of meat tops. And like, it's just those, like they're, they're, they're like foot long rolls, but like, there's not much to them. 
there's not a lot of volume there. I can understand scarfing down too. They're not hard to put down. No, when I was a kid, like I thought this was the greatest thing in the world because it's like, oh, it's Geno's. I was like, I was like twelve, so it's like whatever. And I mean, when you're twelve, you don't have as much of a like, I guess, like a preferred preference over many things when it comes to food, other than what you like and don't like um, between different like meats. I guess I don't know. I'm talking about my ass. But when I when I was a kid, then when I had, had pats, back then it was dry, and then this time. It was absurdly greasy. It was bad. It was like I looked at my hand and yeah, waterfall. Yeah, my hand was covered on my on like like half of my hand, like right here, from holding it. Because at the end, where the where the where the bread is, um, at the end and it's folded and where it's the opening. This is bad. And I had like no cheese in mine. I'm hungry now. Damn, you wish you had Wawa, don't you? Here's the thing where I think about Wawa. Wawa is for everybody, but primarily the small guy. You know, the heart, you know, the guy who's just your everyday guy, your everyday guy. But I think all these, you know, the people it's the oh, they'll pay whatever for these bacon, egg, and cheese. I think those bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Bacon, egg, and cheese. I, said, I think I said bacon, egg, and chiggles. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the podcast, you can tell. Um, I think those are all like, those are for like those people that are like a little, little, little higher up. You know what I mean? It's not, no, they're just, you don't understand. They're so good. We play some. You're going to tell me, oh, you got to have these bagels from New York, blah, 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 New Yorkers bagels. I don't like bagels that much to begin with. Oh, that's because you've never had a real bagel. But a real bagel doesn't make a difference. Mike, tell me about the sandwich you had, please. It's a dough of bread with a hole in the middle of it. I'll speak highly about the bagel I had out on Long Island, but Clay, you were getting to something there that I don't think you made. You were making a point. I don't think you got to finish. But if you were to walk into Wawa at noon on a on a weekday, you would see construction workers. Um, not a whole lot of suits. Here's what it is: you got construction papers. You people got like that. Office people, you got your bank tellers, you got all of it. All of it wrapped into one. And you know what? We all live in harmony in a Wawa. It's a place for everybody. It really is. Mm-hmm. Coffee, your sandwich, your hoagie, your breakfast, your sizzly, your whatever. And you know what? All the cashiers are the nicest people. That's true. Oh, the nicest people. You live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I can remember how the guy we were. Nobody in New York was ni- is nice. Literally no one. Yeah, assholes. Huh? That's what I'm talking about. When you're in Wawa, you feel at home. Yeah. Wawa, Wawa is originated at, originated, I can't talk. Originated in Philly, am I not? Am I not correct? Am I, no, you're right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's expanded this way and then it's all the way down to Florida, which just baffles me, to be honest with you. Yeah. The old people need their hoagies at midnight. I got to say this, though. The, the bagel I had with you, Jackie, was... Really, really good bagel. I'll say that I, I, I'm a big fan of. I'm a bagel connoisseur. Actually, no, I, I can't say I'm that into bagels. But oh, like, what sandwich did you have from Goldberg's? Oh, the hungry man. That wasn't a bagel though. Oh, it wasn't. It was just a roll. But we got the bagel from the bagel shop with the tomato pest the, with the um, sun dried tomato cream cheese, which was really yeah. fucking fire. And it was a good bagel. We're Better than the bagels we have here, absolutely. But bagels here. 
bacon, egg, and cheese and sausage sandwiches, there ain't nobody who does it better than my man, Michael, over here. And the way it looks like on my screen, I don't know if this will have it recorded, but he's right here in the box next to me. This man is a chef amongst, is the king amongst chefs when it comes to big white cheeses. I will say that. Even though part of my bagel was a little burnt, it didn't even matter. But I made you a new one. <laughs> yeah, you did make me a new one. <laughs> I, I eat the burnt one because I kind of like my bagels a little bit burnt. But you, you wanted over hard and I delivered on that. Like we had a good, we had good ass breakfast sandwiches. He was like, I don't like making them over hard. It just makes it a little weird. But then you did it, you pulled through, you persevered. Over hard is weird. But I mean, man takes it over hard. I gave, I gave it to him over hard. Well, I don't, I don't like runny yolks. It's kind of, that's, that geeks me out more than hard. It geeks me out. Me on the other way around. The hard yolk kind of is just like a, but. That's why I always think I'd be a person who would love Eggs Benedict if it wasn't a runny egg. You know what I mean? Like Eggs Benedict. But I will say one last thing before I think we wrap it up. Um, the way he made the sandwich was pretty interesting. I've never seen this done. He put the two eggs down. He put the sauce. He put some cheese on it. Then he put the sausage on top of each of them, and then he put more cheese. It was brilliant. You use the cheese as a melting. Like when the cheese melts, it kind of acts as like a glue to hold everything together, and it's what really keeps the sausage like secured in the. It was magnificent. It really was. It was piled pretty high because I gave you two eggs. And like when you stack like two over hard eggs on top of each other. So I take mine scrambled. And so it really just becomes like one layer. But when you got them both over hard, it kind of made the sandwich look like pretty fucking big. Oh, yeah. It was very, it was very off-filling. And not to mention the first trip I had with you. Oh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the pancake flip and toss of a century. That's a legendary video. video of that. You have seen or you haven't? I think you sent me a video of that. I'll look at like here. When was this back in uh, January? Yes. Yeah, Clay definitely Snapchatted me that. Yeah, because I think I had a video of it too, or maybe you. I don't remember. Somehow we had t- taken a video and you shared. Yes, it. because it, you both were looking in the camera. I remember receiving this video. Oh wait, you set it up. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I received that video from like both of you. Well, it was a very proud moment. Very nice pass. Very nice catch. I mean, what can you say? I mean, that's what you. That's that's everything you want in a pancake flip video catch. But um, damn. What can I say? We we just we just nail breakfast. We just nah. Here here no no no. Next time, well, got a waffle maker. We can try out. Me, when I come to your place, wait, what'd you, wait, 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 what'd you say? <laughs> we have a really old waffle maker that I think is collecting dust, but we can like wash it off. Jack, Jack maybe we'll make pancakes this weekend, perfect it, and then Clay, when you come, we'll do pancakes too. But, um, wait a minute, I mean waffles, I mean waffles. What did, what did you say to Jackie that had her jaw drop? What did yeah, you, he has a waffle maker. We have a waffle maker. We used to have one. And then, like, it just they, they just never stay together. So my mom... I don't think we have waffle batter mix. I'm pretty sure it's just, like, almost... Is it the same with pancakes? It's almost the same. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Probably one, it's probably more or less of a certain ingredient. I only got one pancake, remember? So did I. But I, it was good. I didn't ask. Well, remember, you made two because we were going to your game. 
I don't know. That was, that was a perfect moment of silence. If over this podcast, you can hear the cricket that was going on right next to me. It's just fucking hilarious because I got silent for three seconds. Um, but no, Mike, next time, I know I'll be at, I would be at your place, but let's like go buy like certain ingredients from the store and I'll show you how to make a bomb-ass egg casserole. All right, Ben. Yeah. All, all, like it's literally like the simplest thing. Uh, bread, eggs, cheese, milk, and whatever breakfast meat you want. Give me sausage, bacon, spinach, feta cheese. Okay, two things. Um, that won't melt good though. Two, two, yeah, two things. No feta cheese and no spinach. When I, I thought spinach was kind of a staple in like a casserole. Uh, not this one. Not this one. I don't mind. Trust me. I'll make you like this recipe. And if you want two meats, that's fine too. We've done it before. But you will be treated as such, even though it will be. You guys are adorable. You guys should have a cooking podcast. Um, we yeah. have. I mean, <laughs> we're always looking to expand the network. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you can head that one up because I know. You guys can just use your logo and put like chef hats on your things every time you do like an episode. Yeah, you do it for us. Me? Yeah. yeah. Like, like learn, get some Photoshop skills in the world. I was going to say, I'm not equipped. <laughs> no, show us how you make your uh, famous New York bagels over there. Show us how you make them. I don't make them. I buy them. <laughs> All right. Buy them and copy the recipe. I don't know. Do you know how hard it is to make bagels? No, I meant the sandwiches. You go buy the bagels. Oh, the sandwich, it's really simple. Oh, it's so simple. But Scrambled I'm... eggs, cheese, and oh, bacon. How simple? Then why is it in New York? It's just all, oh, it's... Because the bagel stores hit different, Clay, and you wouldn't understand that because you don't have a bagel store. We got everything we need. We got Wawa. Oh, my God. We got everything we need. I'm not going to win because both of you are just... <laughs> you it's know, two against one. Just join the dark side. Mike, wait a minute. I can't. I don't have one. Believe, I would go to Wawa right now if I had one because I'm starving. Yeah, you would. We have got to have this discussion with Jack on the podcast. Is he a sheets guy? Jack is a sheets man, and I do not understand it. I don't. If they just don't have a Wawa on Scranton, maybe that's the case. But... <laughs> We got. We got. We got to bring him over. Is it like inedible? Sheets. Yeah. They just. They, they, here's the thing. They don't understand how to stay in their own lane. Like they they have burgers. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like. Yeah, they have a uh, uh, boneless wings, and they just taste. It's just cringe. Like it's just it's just cringe. Well, their coffee's bad. Um, I want. I'm gonna try this Wawa coffee now. They have like. 10 different variations. Like, they like just all in a row. Clay, do you like flavored iced coffee? Uh, what kinds? Or, like, flavor coffee, like vanilla or hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I mean, if I just want, like, regular coffee, I'd prefer, like, Colombian roast. But at home, it's always dark roast because that's what my parents like. And I, I like that, too. But I don't drink coffee black. I always have cream and sugar or sugar. <laughs> My dad has like one of those really old espresso pots, like the ones you put on the stove. That's what he uses. And so just sugar. Can't you can't put cream in it. Gross. Uh, cream and espresso is not good. It, you won't even taste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too strong. Yeah. Um, 
Doesn't those like Starbucks espresso shot little cans have a little bit of cream in them though? It's not real espresso. It's not how the Italians do it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they don't put milk in their coffee. I do that too because we don't have half almost anymore. They don't put milk or cream or anything. They barely put sugar. A lot of like my like family, they just take it black and espresso pretty bitter. Gotcha. Mm. No, yeah, I um. Normally, it's just milk because my parents don't buy half and half anymore. Except this week, my mom bought it. It was pretty nice. It was a great change of pace. Change of pace. Yeah. Every day watching It's Always Sunny and drinking coffee. My dad's digging through the basement. Hi, Dad. Hey, Mr. Oberholzer. Hey. How's it going? He's going up the stairs. (laughs) He's grabbing a suitcase. They're flying to Florida tomorrow. Very fun. They're flying, not driving? Yes, they're flying. I have family that just moved to Florida. Mm. They're doing my uh, uncle's celebration of life thing this weekend. Mm. They bought their tickets like two months ago and they were like 20 bucks each. Yeah. Flights are cheap right now. My cousin, did she? I don't know if she booked her flights up for here for Christmas. I think she's coming in like two weeks. Are we still podcasting at this point? Yeah, we are. We were like 10 minutes ago but I mean it's whatever remember we're not just a sports podcast anymore you know I think we've been talking about Wawa for the past 30 no, I'm not saying that like we stopped when we stopped talking about sports but like we had the cameo from Mr. O we had the <laughs> well he, he didn't get in the shot I mean he was over there so it's whatever I was waiting to see if at, at one point if my dog Harper would stick her nose up on my leg and ask to be fed I was gonna be like here's Harper but she's up there probably asleep uh, so yeah, I think this uh, podcast ran its course. I think we went a lot longer than we expected or wanted to. Mike, I apologize. I know you got some work to do. Um, so yeah, it, was right. it really was. It was genuine. I, I, think, I think I got in my two cents about a lot of things tonight, so I'm very, very happy. If I haven't convinced you that why was any everything and everything you need in life, then you really you have. I said I liked it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the viewers. I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the listeners And the viewers I'm talking to Jack Anyone out there Listening right now If I haven't convinced you That Wawa is anything And everything you need In your life Then I have failed Miserably On this podcast And uh, I guess you just Gotta go see for yourself You should just resign mm-hmm. Quit podcasting One thing underrated About Wawa The soft pretzels At the checkout counter Very Very nice Don't No 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 Don't do that No no I don't know. I like, there's a lot of hype around them, especially from here. And um, remember during quarantine, last thing, remember in quarantine when everyone was doing like the, you can only choose three sort of thing while I posted theirs, everyone was saying soft pretzel, soft pretzel, soft pretzel, soft pretzel. And like, to be honest, like I'm not even a pretzel guy in general. So to me, like pretzels, like just really aren't really my thing. So that kind of put me off a little bit, but I think what I ended up going with, it's the last thing I'll say, hoagies, Sizzlies, and it pains me to leave off mac and cheese, but you can only pick three, and their iced teas. Their iced teas are so good. I love their white iced teas. I love classics. But that's lots of lots of I'll say on one. I want to try their peach iced tea because I love peach tea. Oh, Jackie, it's so good. It's very good. Um, I can't remember exactly what I chose. I know I chose the pretzels and the coffee. 
was surprised at how many people didn't choose coffee. I love coffee. Coffee and pretzels and probably tea. I might have not chosen tea because I chose a beverage, as in coffee. So Maybe a hoagie, just the classic hoagie. I think There's something for everyone at Wawa. There's something for everyone. Yeah, there is. There really is. All right. Thank you for joining another episode of Run It Back. And I hope y'all tune into the next one. This one will be on YouTube. Obviously, it will be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts first, and then it will be on YouTube. Um, follow, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that, all that good shit. Awesome. Do it. Peace, y'all. Peace. Jack, you got to sign off. Oh, I thought it was just you guys because... I'm not on it. I don't feel like it. Don't peer pressure me. Just end it with you guys. Everybody have a good one.